Pablo, so good to to see you, sir. So good to see you too. How's it's, it going? How are you? It's it, it's it's going good. I'm doing good. How are you? I'm good. I'm uh in the swamp in the garage where we record. We just painted like two weeks ago and installed some new lights and and AC and all that. So feeling pretty good. Feeling kind of kind of fresh in here. Yeah, you work with HGTV to do that, right? You guys have a whole thing together? <laughs> yeah, it was like a um, garage makeover. And that's that's coming out soon for the folks at home, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> no, it looks it, it looks good. It's got a nice ambiance to it. Thanks. Yeah, it's kind of dark right now, but... No, it's good. It's good. <clears throat> it's, it's set to a certain tone. I like it. Yeah. Does it still smell like paint in there? No. No. Well, No. What was funny is that when we were painting, we had the door closed because it was so hot and we wanted the AC to really like do its job. Mm-hmm. But then I didn't realize that we were painting with like, we had the paint cans in here open and painting with no real ventilation for like a couple hours. And I remember just feeling really like kind of lightheaded and weird after I like thought about, that. I didn't know if it was like a placebo thing, but Fire wasn't the smartest thing to do, but also, you know, fuck it, you know. The fumes are good for you. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think you need all your brain cells, really. I feel no, like. it's, I think, I, I think you're supposed to get rid of some. I think that a new study has shown that, so. Yeah, just, you should shed a couple every year. Right, right, right. They'll, they'll come back. It'll, they'll be fine. You feel like you're, you're good at painting? I mean, no. I feel like I'm not terrible. Uh, Gene. Well, Eli, Eli used to like, he still does a lot of carpentry work, but he used to like also do a lot of painting. Um, and, and Gene, um, also was like helping him out at some point. So both Gene and I were painting in here at the same time. And I think Gene's way better at painting because I remember I did one side of the wall, like I did this side of the garage and he did, he did this side and. I was really focused on this side. And when I turned around, he had got so much more done and it looked a lot better. Uh, <laughs> but, but it's fun. Yeah. Paintings, it, it's, it's good. Do you, do you like to paint just in general, like uh, paint, not just walls, but canvases as well? Like artistically? Yeah. Stuff? Um, I haven't really done it as, as much like recently. I feel like, I never really like got into it like that. The only times I ever really painted, I think was like when friends would want to paint and then they had things or when I was like really young in school. But uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's it's like relaxing and it's fun, but just never really got into it. I think I think this is the this is the threshold that you that you get into. Now you're just a painter. I mean, it started with a wall, and now you're going to bring it to the canvas. I should, Pablo. I think it's been almost two years <clears throat> since since we did the last one. Really, two yeah. years? Two years almost. Yeah. Wow. But I'm stoked to have you back, man. Yeah, I'm stoked to be back. You you've been doing all this cool stuff. I see it on Instagram. I go, whoa. Okay, he's out there. He's he he's doing good things. All right, good. Staying busy. Yeah, touring and whatnot, right? Yeah, I mean, we did it. Oh, the last time we talked was two years ago. We've done two, like, headline, two headline, two, like, full US North American headline tours since then. And we've done, we went to Europe. We went to China recently. And, uh mexico uh yeah a lot of a lot of touring but it's so been you, good. i mean not 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 really much at all just kind of just hanging out right not doing much i've just been at home painting they're just painting yeah really honing in on that no it's good yeah but it, how it's was been, how, how was china man it was amazing we had the best time out there i didn't i didn't know what to expect i also didn't know you know, how the shows were gonna do. I didn't know, I didn't really have a grasp of 
the amount of people that listen to us out there. But we were very pleasantly surprised. Um, had a lot of fans out there, a lot of people that had been listening to us for a long time. Um, it kind of like kind of felt like to me when we first went to Texas or we first went to Mexico. Um, and we showed up and people were like knew all the words already and, and all of that. That's that's what it felt like in China, which kind of blew my mind because it's the furthest we've ever been. So that's pretty far. Yeah, it's yeah, it was a 15 hour flight to get oh, over there. Gosh. I've never had to take a flight like that's the longest flight I've ever had taken. Been that's on. pretty long. It's pretty long. Yeah, but it was good. The food was great. We 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 had like four shows in two weeks, so we had a lot of downtime. So we got to do some exploring and do a lot of eating and hanging out. So it was nice. I definitely want to go back. That's cool. I just like on a on a vacation, regular vacation, not a touring thing. A touring thing for sure. Um, vacation thing would be sick too. Um, see, I just want to meet more people. I think you know. So I have like um, people to visit. I already have people and, to visit, but I want to make more friends, I guess. And, and crash at their houses, right? That's important. Too. And that too, yeah. Make yeah. it cheaper for me. Yeah. <laughs> How often are you asking people like, hey, can I just crash at your place? If you if you show up in a state or a different country that you know somebody. <sighs> kind of never, actually, now that I think about it. Because I think I don't. I don't think I've had that much time to travel just for travel sake recently. Cause I've just been, it's just been so back to back, but, but you know, maybe, yeah, in the future, there'll probably be some, some downtime and yeah, I'll definitely, definitely be cashing in uh, some, some favors. Yeah. Yeah. Although getting like your own spots kind of nice because you have your own space and if you stay with someone, then you're kind of like at at their uh, like you're in their home, in so their you, realm. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like yeah, it's yeah. like yeah, it's different. It's how many people ask you to like crash at your place when they when they come to California? Not a lot of people. I've had like friends in the past when we were first starting to tour it I had like a lot of friends come and, and stay while they were touring but not not so much anymore I feel like I, I you know it seems like people have a lot of our friends bands have like uh grown and stuff so they're kind of like you know probably end up getting a, a hotel or an Airbnb um yeah it, it, it seems to be more that these days so you're asking people like, hey, hit me up, right? You wanna you wanna host some people at your house? I I, I wouldn't mind. <laughs> I I have before and it's fun. Um, but but yeah, it's that thing, you know. Um, personal personal space, especially on tour, if you can like afford it, it's very nice, you know. Do you, do you prefer to go the route of the Airbnb or the hotel? If it's a nice hotel, that's pretty cool. Like they, we've been lucky, like when we get asked to do certain festivals or certain events, sometimes they pay for the hotel and sometimes it's nicer than what we would have gotten for ourselves. And that's nice, you know, like room service and like a clean bed and, and all those like amenities are, are nice. Um, but if it's like a city where we know there's like friends, like a lot of friends there and we're going to hang out. I feel like an Airbnb is kind of better maybe because you have like a, a home to like kind of meet everyone at and hang out at. Yeah. And then, you know, we like, we like hanging out with each other, like the touring group, the touring party. Well, that's good. I'm so glad I to think, hear that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I think uh, an Airbnb, sometimes it's nice because, uh, we we're like in one house living together as opposed to everyone in their own rooms. So, yeah, you know, a mix of both is, is nice. 50, 50. Is it the ratio? No, I feel like it's more hotel. 80, 20. 
90-10. Okay, all right. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> that's uh that's good though. So I mean you you overall enjoy touring, getting out there and I do the world. I I do. Yeah, it can be sometimes it can be a bit like rough on the body and the mind. But I think it's um we we re- yeah we really enjoy it we're, we're really good at it you know like doing the touring thing i think we've overcome a lot of obstacles and kind of pushed through a lot of you know adversities um on the road um but i really do like being at home too but i guess that's just human nature right you're always going to want the the thing that you don't have currently sure. or whatever. Right. So it's, it's kind of, it's nice. It's nice to be home. And like right now we're, we're trying to write a lot in between these like one-offs that we're doing. And then, you know, we'll have like two weeks or three weeks here. And then after that, it's like, okay, we got to start getting ready for this, this show that we're going to do and got to travel somewhere, do that for a bit. And then be like, all right, I can't wait to go back home and then do that. And then be like, oh, I kind of want to get out of here. So it's been nice. It's been good so far. No, it's, it sounds great. We get it. Yeah. You have a fantastic life. That's awesome. <laughs> do you do anything to, to prepare for like a, a larger tour or a, a tour outside of the country? Do you do anything to like, all right, I got to pre- like prepare for this or that or the other? I mean, I, I guess I do a lot of uh, pre-production stuff. Like there's a lot of, you know, the, the whole technical side of of the tour whether it's making the set list and you know working on like transitions or uh working with with crews our keyboardists to sort of um get all the the drum samples and 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 sample like the key the the synths and there's like a lot of that sort of you know stuff but as far as like personally to get prepared i think I think I start to spend a lot of time alone. Like I'll see my my friends and family and make sure I get quality time before I leave. But uh, any opportunity I have to do things on my own, I'll do that because I know that when we're on tour, it's like it's like a big family trip the whole time. So you're just kind of with everyone, and and you'll miss those like solo moments, you know? Right. Um, that and also I feel like I try to like be healthy like I try to be really healthy going into it because I know once it starts it's very hard to stay healthy on the road like eating healthy or you know staying like physically active or anything like that so I try to just get like do a lot of that on the front end so that when I go into it I'm like healthy and I can just let myself like you know degrade slowly drop off <laughs> yeah slowly drop off so by the time it's over you know, it kind of works out, then I just try to be healthy again. <clears throat> Good deal. Yeah. How do you feel the day of like the first performance of a big tour? Do you do you feel a certain way? Or is it just like, all right, it's time to get it started? It depends. It depends on the show, I guess. Like sometimes like a big venue can feel kind of daunting, you know? Like a, it feels like a big show and it feels expectations are different or like a hometown show is, feels different. Um, but for the most part, I, I, I think it just, it's kind of just a gauge of where you're at, you know? And I feel like we, we, we were, we try to rehearse like a lot before we head out on the road. So yeah, it, it almost feels like that first show, it's like, you know, if something's gonna not work or kind of like, it's kind of like smoothing out the bumps, you know? Right, so get, getting, getting your bearings about you. Yeah. yeah, there's like a hiccup or something or, or even something in the set that we're like, thought was gonna work better, but kind of isn't, then we'll kind of like tweak it, you know? We did that like on the last tour because I tried to do a lot of, um, these sort of instrumental uh, transitions between songs. And we were working with um, our friend to do time-coded lights. So the lights were very, you know, 
synced to the music. But then there was like things in the in the lights that maybe should have changed, or like things that um, in the instrumental that felt like like dragged on for too long. So that first show is kind of like, yeah, it's got to feel that out and see what what can change or or the order of certain songs and stuff like that. Right, right. When did this production aspect kind of come into come into frame for you guys, of of lights and and the these kind of coordinated. Uh, things outside of the music itself we've all well, we've always wanted to to do that i think ever since since yeah we were younger part three era like 2013 you know being very into yeah into bands like tame impala and stuff like that i remember them having like the um what's it called the oscilloscope they had that like tv repair thing as their visual that would you know they'd run audio into it so it would like warp to what they were playing and I just always thought that those sort of like visual things kind of really enhance a a show but you know back then we didn't really have the means or the like the team to be able to execute any of that but I'd say it, it it actually started maybe last year on the on the last tour or this year this year yeah on the jukebox tour we were able to get um like a lighting package and this whole thing and we were on a bus for the first time which was crazy um so so i think this year that that tour that we did at the beginning of the year felt like the first like really big you know big boy tour which was it was cool. I mean, we I love all the like behind the scenes shit with like movies or like music or any behind the scenes like, you know, production stuff I'm like very into. So having like these extra, you know, uh hands like we had like a really solid team with us. Um and I would just sort of like you know, see what they were up to and see how all the lights were hooked up and how everything worked. Um, yeah, I think all that stuff's pretty fascinating. Right. I don't know how to like do any of that shit, but But you're learning. You're you you you're figuring it out. You're getting all your ducks in a row. I'm a curious cat, you know. Curious guy, yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, yeah and it was really cool that uh you had uh Tame and Paula open up for you guys for this last tour. I thought that was really that was a good move. It was a good move on their part, you know, just to keep them relevant for no, sure. Smart, yeah, yeah. yeah. I kind of forgot. Oh, okay. Yeah, great. It's 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 uh, lucky for them for you to give them a a shot. Go, yeah, hey, we're nice I'm on the bus. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny though, like this being our first bigger tour like that, and and you know, we we, we come from like touring in my mom's minivan with like a Prius and like a U-Haul maybe, and and just like five people, maybe six, you know, and. To go from that to to the bus with like a huge trailer with the lights and everything, the huge step backwards. Clearly, <laughs> exactly. That's that that's where you need to be in the minivan. But then I guess you have to get a bus sometime. You, you know? could put the minivan in the trailer and get it fucking pulled by the by the bus. But that's ideal, yeah. right? What I was what I was getting at is this sort of like uh, you know, there's like levels to 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 stuff so like for us that that was like and i would say to like a lot of people that's like a really big step but then seeing you know other bigger artists production it's like they'll have like three tour buses and like a semi with all their shit and i was like what so that that kind of stuff's like crazy like i have no idea what beyonce's like touring thing looks like but i'm sure it's like insane you know um i don't know why i feel like all that stuff's like fascinating to me like the logistical side of of all that stuff you know yeah if, if you take yourself out of certain things not even uh just with music but with like productions that like that the nitro circus remember those guys oh like, yeah. yeah 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 like their whole fucking thing i saw it live one time 
huge ass ramps and all this stuff, the lights, all this, all these like choreographed things. It's like this has to happen here, 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 here. Everything has to be in place. Like that shit's insane. If you really take yourself out of like being in the moment of that, you're like, wow, how this took forever to accomplish and yeah. break down and set up. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty, pretty sick. I think like it's, it's, cause I, I also, I used to work at like a, at a private school as like in the events department. So I was kind of like their sound engineer, their sound guy at this private school. So I'd like set up PAs and stuff like that for like conferences. But we were also like in charge of setting up, you know, tables and, and all kinds of shit for like events. So I feel like maybe that tickles that part of my brain when it's like, oh, all these people have to get together to get this thing done by this time in the right way for this like event. Like, did you ever see that video of uh, Ram Ramstein, Ramstein, the that band? It's like time lapse they put put out of uh, their shows getting built because they have like crazy production, like pyrotechnics and all kinds of like stuff. But I think um, they have to set up like like a week in advance, you know. So. Yeah, and it's like a shit ton of like uh, semi trucks pulling in with like all this stuff. It's like a little carnival, you know. It's like a traveling circus kind of. Yeah. Wow. But, where do you where do you think that you you'd want to be if you were like working there for like let's say like two days setting stuff up? Where where do you think you learn the most or get the most knowledge from? What department? Damn, I don't even know. I don't even know how many departments they have. Like at that level, if you have like, if you're shooting fire and shit, I really don't know. But I think honestly, just being like on the ground, like as just, just being there, I think you just learn a lot of stuff. You see a lot of shit, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I'd imagine. You, I mean, you, you'd have to with that amount of peep, like that, that amount of prep time and everything. You're gonna learn a couple things. Yeah. So now you yeah. have pyrotechnics at your show, right? No, that'd be crazy. Would you ever go that far as to? Add I don't that know. In? I don't know. Like I, I've, pyrotechnics, I've honestly never thought about, um, because it just, just never. I don't think of it and go like, oh yeah, that makes sense for us. But lasers would be sick. We did like lasers for like a video that we put out on YouTube. It's called WID Live. That was like this black and white video that we put out. So that was really cool to do that live on a tour would be insane. Do you feel like there's there's a certain step too far? in things like that that it kind of takes away from the performance itself that there's too many things going on or if it's not executed in the right way it kind of feels like uh is it are they kind of hiding behind these little tricks and whatnot mm, i think more so i feel that whatever type of production you do for like a, a music act has to just make sense kind of you know and then if it, if it makes sense then then i don't think you can go like too far i feel like it, it's it's worth experimenting and trying new things um because some people don't even have any stage production really like you know they just like Bare bones. People, yeah, on stage. And that's like their their vibe. But whatever it is, there's thought behind it, you know, whether it's a lot of production or a lot of planning or none at all and trying to come off kind of more nonchalant. It's it's not like you don't think about it before you go on, you know, or yeah. So yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't think I don't think it can be if it doesn't make sense, then yeah, it would be distracting and could take away from the music. You know? Right, right. Hmm. I like that answer, Pablo. It's a good answer. Thank you. I think you're doing fantastic, dude. Am I doing good so far? I think we're batting a thousand. Are you yeah. in California? 
Yeah. Are you in LA? No, Orange County. Right down Orange right County. down the road. Right down the street. Yeah. We're neighbors, Bubba. You know this. Come on, man. Yeah, I yeah, see, yeah. I, I see you at the fucking ear one all the time, dude. Oh, hell no. That's too expensive. Where do you get your groceries? Uh, I think one of Vons. Ooh. Yeah. Vons is good. Yeah. There's, there's a Ralph's right down my street, so I just, just go to Ralph's. Is is Ralph's is Ralph's like the best one in your opinion in terms of groceries stores? No, I don't think so. What is what is your favorite? Or, or, or what is one that you look at highly? Like, all right, that that place is pretty darn good. Trader Joe's is fun. Like, it's not where I get everything, but I get some things there, and they got mm. fun things there. So, you know, I it's a fun time. Yeah, I've always thought the aesthetic of Trader Joe's is always like the 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 vibe is so kind of funny. It's like because it's so like it's like tropical grocery store, like tiki kind of vibe. Yeah, it's just funny. You know what else had that um, vibe? You ever been to Fry's Electronics? I feel like for some reason they also had like a tropical Hawaiian shirt. Like I remember them having like fake parrots and like shit like that uh yeah i, re- I remember fries um, but like why I, I think we went to different fries because i didn't see that at the fries by me not to know like like tropical vibes at your fries electronics nah they weren't they weren't going on vacation much they're they're mostly in store you know i wonder i wonder if it was just that one then <laughs> maybe I, I feel like i'd go to the one in manhattan beach Ah, well, uh, there you go. I mean, it's it's more like a beach vibe. I thought it was just there. like across the board. That was fries like vibe. Not not my fries. My fries is more inland, so they're they're, they're kind of like I don't know, just business only, I guess. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. But now, but now the fries that I'm referring to is gone. Like that's not even around. I don't even know if fries is around. Is the one in Manhattan Beach, to your knowledge, still there? I mean, the other day I tried to get tickets to. Um... To go see Barbie at ArcLight. Do you remember ArcLight Cinemas? Yeah. And they don't exist anymore, I guess. So I'm the wrong person to ask whether All or not right. it exists. The, the the movie theater that I went to as a kid um, has just shut down recently. Like I was like, oh whoa, that's kind of it's the end that's of an era. era. Yeah, but I didn't really go to movies that, that often, anyways. You know. Well, there you go. But the, it's kind of on me, I guess, too, at the same time. Yeah. yeah. It happens. So did you end up going to see the uh, Barbie or the I Oppenheimer? Did. did you see both of them? Yeah, I saw Oppenheimer first. Uh, yeah, I actually ended up seeing it at the the TCL Chinese Theater in Hollywood. So I saw it on, like, 70 millimeter, like, grant, like the whole way it was intended vibe just because I was like, yeah, fuck it. Why not? an experience because you're you're boys with nolan right yeah yeah okay cool yeah that's my guy what's the last movie you saw in theaters then that's a good question uh i think i want to say it was one of the purges oh wow it was a long time ago and i fell asleep Mm. uh yeah and i woke up i was like oh man that's because i i don't like i don't know how you how you feel about this like on a plane is different, but falling asleep in public is like I just I, I feel like oh whoa like this is kind of odd you know what I'm saying like it's dangerous or what? a bit dangerous yeah and you're like oh shit but I I, it, but it, it's it's normal now. it's normal on a plane but not not really anywhere else I guess a train a train yeah I guess in tra- in transit you know like if you're like uh yeah. You're moving from one place to another. I I feel like I don't really fall. I'm trying to think of times I've like fallen asleep in public, and I feel like I don't for that reason because I feel a little like exposed or like I'm gonna wake up and. You're definitely you know, exposed. Yeah. My, my clothes, my fucking clothes are gonna be gone. Or someone's gonna go through my shit or steal something. Or, I don't know. I did recently have to sleep at a at a subway in the airport in Guadalajara in Mexico because we had a layover and 
the flight got canceled and it was at like 10 p.m. and the next one was until like seven in the morning or some shit. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So me and the guys were like sleeping on like this in the seating area of a subway at the airport. That was rough. Was it were people coming in and out of the subway? Was the subway open as well? Um, was it like, was it like a 24 hour kind of deal? Or? It was open as well, yeah. And it was like it was just like right next to a gate, like our gate, I think. Okay, cool. So you're right there, ready to go. Ready to go. For not like another eight hours, but yeah. But still though, pre- preparation is there. Yeah, and I was like fucking exhausted because I had not really slept the night before. We had a show, and then we were hanging out with friends and everything, and I was like. I don't really need to sleep if we're going to just stay up and hang out. I can just sleep on the plane. And I was like hungover and like nasty, just sweaty and like gross. And and then the flight got canceled and I was like, fuck, it's like the worst time for this to happen. I was just so I was so exhausted that I, I was feeling like anxious, you know? Yeah, I, was like, I just wanted to be in my bed so badly. And then I felt exposed. I was like at a subway. It was so bright and everything. And I was just like trying to make it comfortable. So, yeah, I slept for a while. And then, then we boarded. Then we landed. And I was just like so so confused. Like the braid fog, you know, it was like insane. Yeah. And then did you, did you pass out again right when you got home? I, I door dashed some food. Oh, okay. Priorities, and, um, yeah. From Trader I, Joe's. <laughs> yeah. I actually door dashed or door dashed a burrito. I don't know why. I it's like I just needed some comfort food or some shit, you know. From a local place or like a Chipotle? Yeah, from a local place. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then um and then I knocked out. Yeah. That's it. That, that that's a good way to do it. Yeah, for sure. Um, when you when you came back from from China, was yeah. that hard to to readjust? Is it hard for you to readjust to like different time zones like that, or are you pretty pretty good with it? Like, all right, I'm I'm back on my normal thing, or I have to adjust for this new thing. Um. Well, the only other times I feel like I've done that, I have to had to do that. Isn't it that the the difference isn't that big? You know, I think Europe was the biggest one up until China. But yeah, China was confusing because I was 15 hours ahead, I think. So it was like, not only was it flipped, like when it was nighttime here, it was daytime there. It was also the next day. Uh, so going there actually wasn't that bad. Um, yeah, going there wasn't wasn't that bad, but coming back, was kind of rough. Like when we we landed in the afternoon, and I sort of I stayed up and tried. I went to sleep at like my normal time, and I thought I thought I'd conquered it. I thought the jet lag wasn't gonna hit me, but it was like the the second and third day I was here that really threw me for a loop for sure. Because I would get very tired at like in the afternoon, like five or something, and I'm like, I, I just gotta take a quick little nap. And then I'd wake up at like 11 p.m. <laughs> and, then, and then, or sometimes then, you know, I'd go to sleep again and, and then wake up around 4 a.m., like wide awake or 5 a.m., you know. So that was kind of rough. But it was like, a um, sneaky jet lag. You, yeah. You, you, you thought it was over, but no. And then like my body just felt really... Yeah, like fatigued. Like, you know how, you know, when you're traveling, right, you're sitting on a plane or you're sitting on a bus or a train or any sort of thing. And I always thought like, well, you're not physically doing that much. So it shouldn't be that exhausting. But it kind of is, you know. (laughs) I don't know if it has to do with like, you know, you're changing like air pressure or like, situational awareness stuff like you just know that you're out and about or 
quality sleep like you're missing quality sleep i don't know if it's all the above but when you're when you're done with these bigger tours or any tour in in general uh how do you how do you feel when you're wrapping it up like the last show or leading up to the last show is it uh is it always different or is it relatively the same feeling that comes over you Mm, i think it's relatively the the same i think there's a bit of it's bittersweet um because you have you know you're with all these people you know you get close and stuff and then you're not gonna see each other as much but i also feel like it's a nice it's a nice feeling knowing that you're gonna return back to like normalcy and and have like i said before like your own space and and uh, be able to just do your own thing so yeah it's it's it more than anything i think it feels nice to to know ideally the job was done well and everything went well and if you're feeling any sort of sadness from it like ending it's because it went well so that's good so all in all feel pretty pretty good and i think at that point if it's a big tour i'm pretty ready to to stop and go home get some subway and zonk out right maybe hit the trader joe's whatever is easiest whatever's closest right gotcha gotcha are the audience's reactions the songs generally the same have you felt or is a little bit slight variations depending on where you are yeah slight variations for sure i mean there's songs that you know it doesn't really matter where we are there it's like if they know the music that those are like songs that people like but then there's other songs that are like some people really like in in a certain area and stuff like for the tour we did this at the top of the year uh we called it the jukebox tour because we had people vote for the songs they wanted to hear so that was an interesting experiment because we were that, able to that, see, that's a really good idea though to to, yeah, to get a thanks. gauge yeah yeah it was it was interesting to see all that information and see like i said before clearly the 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 more well-known songs were at the top of the list no matter what but what was interesting is like the 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 songs underneath that would kind of be different so it was interesting to see what people wanted to hear um or even like when we went to China, I didn't know that this one song of ours called 88 was pretty popular out there. I didn't, I didn't know until we got there. So when we got there, we were like, yeah, let's just add it to the, to the set list. And, and that song got a big reaction, like a bigger reaction there than it, I think it has had here. So that's cool. That 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 must be a really cool feeling. Like, yeah, it's, uh, it's it's fun. It's re- it's like refreshing. You finally find those Spotify listeners. Everybody says they're listening, but you never catch them listening. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's cool to see it face to face. Yeah. Are you ever surprised by what songs people really gravitate towards? Like, does they ever try like, whoa, I never thought that this one would be super big, but it ended up being a, a really big fan favorite. Yeah, I guess American Spirits, I think about in that way, because we made that pretty quick. And I remember even in that project, that that album part three, there's songs that I felt had a lot more like intricacies or like cleverness or just more yeah, more things happening musically. And I was like, oh, these other songs better showcase our musical abilities. And I feel like this song was a little bit more simple. But I guess in hindsight, that's kind of probably why maybe people enjoyed it. I don't really know. It's just like simple and catchier and straightforward. But I remember when that one started getting more attention I was like, oh, I wonder if this, this is a, I don't know if this is like the best 
representation of like what what we do normally but um in hindsight now i think i think it is i think it, it, there's so much we have so much music it's kind of hard to really choose one song to right yeah especially because I, I think we try to change it up a lot between projects and so it's pretty tough to be like oh this is this is what we sound like you know with because just it's a, it's evolving yeah it's all ideally yeah you know right yeah and uh yeah that that break experience off the first the first album right the, that was the very first release was three right the first album yes yeah there was other things we had put out before but um that was uh they were like eps that were only on on like media fire back in the day so they never they were out before spotify was like a thing or anything you know so they're probably somewhere on like youtube or some shit but i mean i have them but um it's under your youtube because you uploaded them right yeah yeah <laughs> but then i like uh made them private so i just have them like for myself smart smart move but yeah that 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 album part three it's it's gonna be our 10 year anniversary in october yeah so we're gonna try to do a lot of special things uh in october for that does it feel like it's been 10 years i mean since the release of that album yeah i mean i feel like yeah when i think about where we are now and how much things have changed. Yeah. Feels like a lot of time has passed. Yeah. Um, I think in some ways I kind of feel, yeah, I don't know, I'm getting older, you know? I'm not like crazy old. I'm like gonna be 29 soon, but <clears throat> yeah, I was like, 19 when that came out so lots changed for sure does your relationships with with songs um not just from the, that first album but from the the subsequent albums after that have they changed for you at all like for america with american spirits for instance uh, yeah i think if anything they just have become more and more nostalgic I mean, I, I I feel whenever there's a new body of work we're gonna release, I I feel that I tend to sometimes want to listen to our music, um, in like in sequence. So I'll kind of start with like the earliest stuff and kind of work my way towards what is about to get released to sort of see if I can hear the the through line and like the the changes and and ideally the uh the improvement or the growth um so I feel, but I feel like anytime I've I've done that now like as time goes on it really feels like a snapshot of that time so as I listen to part three songs like American spirits and stuff like that. It really reminds me of being 19 and, and our, and our old drummer, Alex's uh, garage where we recorded that. So it wasn't even in this garage and um, yeah, what we used to do back then for fun, smoking a lot of weed and <laughs> just, yeah, random stories will pop into my head or, things like that, but, but it's nice. It's nice to uh, reminisce sometimes, not too much because you don't want to dwell in the past. I want to be pretty present these days, but um, yeah, nostalgia. I like it. I like the answer, Pablo. That was a good answer. That was good. That, that was a good trip. I like Thanks. it. Uh, why, why was the first album called three? Well, it's because there was a part two before that. And before that, there was a part one. 
I, I, I thought you were going to say four. Four, yeah. two, three. Okay. No, like Star Wars. Well, Star Wars was like, I remember people would explain to me that four, five, six were actually the first three. And then that episode one, two, and three were like the newer ones. That was always really confusing, but it's nothing like that. It's just, we had, um, when we, when we named the band Interwave, when we started putting music out as Interwave, we had one EP that wasn't of the, like the part series. And then part one came out when we were, I think like in ninth grade in high school. So that must've been yeah 2009, 2010 or something. And then, then we had part two that also came out when we were in high school. And then part three came out like right around the time we graduated. But I just felt like those two other um, EPs, I mean, they're special to us and we like them. And I think some people who've heard them, like, like fans from back then that found our, our stuff like them. But I thought it was cooler to just have it be more low-key more secretive kind of like if you've heard it you've heard it but i didn't want to like blast it and have like everyone hear it because it's it's like we're still trying to figure things out you know right i really had no idea how to record at all and i recorded and mixed the whole thing so it's yeah it's it's kind of rough but i guess that's the, that's the idea uh, were any of those songs that were on the the part one and part two uh, voted for in the poll that you took? Some people, I think some were... people commented it. Like some people or would DM us and were like, oh, I wish you would play this from, from like back in the day. Because we used to play those songs at like house shows and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, the the voting thing had a selection of songs. I think there are only the songs that are like on Spotify. So no, no extra, extra deep cuts on there. When was the last time you played a, a house show? Must have been 2017, maybe. So, I mean, kind of recent. Yeah, it was like still on like the tour that we, the earlier tours we were doing. Sometimes it would be um, like a stop would be like this house or something you know and like it just be like a party that's that's pretty cool so yeah the next tour is going to be a house house party tour oh my god i love i I like miss some of the chaotic like vibe of those kind of shows because you know it's not a venue but i don't miss how unorganized shit was or how fucking crazy it was to get your gear into like a house filled with people and we have we've always had a lot of fucking gear so it was just us lugging all this shit around like big ass speakers and shit and like people won't get out the way <laughs> you know so you're just kind of like <laughs> yeah that was like one time i remember playing it was kind of like a house show at south by and we had to load into an already packed house. And the stage was basically just like a corner in a living room. And we had- Was, like, it, was it raised at all or was no, it still? No, okay. it was just flat. And right. I remember I was, the mic's like right here. And then like people were right behind the mic. Like I couldn't do this without touching somebody. And um, people were sitting like right next to like the pedal board. You know, it was it was like real claustrophobic, um, which can be fun, but I don't I can't say that I like miss it, miss it, you know, miss every aspect of it. Do you feel like you will play another house show? Could you hypothetically see that happening? As Interwave? <laughs> as <laughs> Interwave. Yeah. As Interwave? I mean, it made me like, like if, like if a friend or someone really, like for a birthday or some sort of 
thing really wanted us to do a thing, you know, maybe. But it, it, it'd be something like that. It wouldn't just be like, like a random house show or like, maybe like if some like, you know, like some really like rich person was like, hey, can you play my birthday party? <laughs> and I'd be like, yeah, for, if you pay us, I'm down. Fuck it. I got bills too. Do you prefer it to be <clears throat> playing not super close, not South by Southwest style, like this this far away from the mic, but uh, in a in a more than a smaller venue than like an outside bigger venue, or is it circumstantial and sometimes it changes? I like the big venues. I mean, I like the intimacy of the small venues. But I feel like with the bigger venues, you can do more production stuff and it makes more sense kind of. And also, especially if you're playing like a festival too, like those, that that's, you know, typically outdoors and the, the sound, you sound really huge coming out of those like PAs that they have at festivals. I think that's really fun, especially because a lot of our music has like a lot of subby synth bass or like really low bass heavy stuff at times. And that's really fun to feel like the ground shake when shit's happening. Yeah. I like that. That's pretty fun. How do you feel about, uh, how do you feel about crowd surfing? Are you are you a fan of that? For other people to do it, I think they should ha have as much fun as you can and as you want. I've never done it. I've never done it at my own show or at any other show. I've always like wanted to or thought about it, but doing it at, at another show, I'd have to like get up there and then like jump off. And that seems like a whole thing. And then like, <laughs> And then for like our shows, I feel like I'm doing like a lot of like I got, you know, I'm doing this shit with the guitar. I'm like singing and I got like other stuff going on here. So the only times I feel like I can do it is just when I'm when I'm just singing, which happens a lot in the set now. But I, I always think about like, I, if I get out there, I don't know if I'm going to make it back in time for the next things I got to do. But I don't know. I'm also like. Uh, I'm like not the biggest person in the world. I'm like six one, but I just think about that too. And I feel like a lot of people in the front row and stuff are like not not you know that. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're not like six one dudes, you know. So it's kind of like I just. And then I also think about like what what if what if no one. Hold me you. up, and then yeah, I fucking yeah. eat shit, and then I still gotta go up and fucking act like that shit didn't happen. <laughs> so, that's my answer. Yeah, haven't okay. never say never. Right. Next next tour, the crowd surfing house party tour. Yeah, I should. You know, like, do you ever see uh, Flaming Lips? How they have a uh, Wayne Coin is like in a fucking ball, like like bubble. Yeah, play. yeah, I did see that once. Actually. Maybe I should do that. Maybe but my own version. Um, yeah, I I saw them once at uh, in L.A. Your neck of the woods. Mm -hmm. uh, them and Mac DeMarco. You know what like, venue? The one right by UCLA. Um, or, or sorry, not UCLA, USC. That theater. The shrine. Right Is it the shrine? Is it like a big, long, like auditorium hall kind of vibe? kind of in the parking's really fucked like yeah you're driving in and it's like you stop it's like all right you're good get out and it's like where you park it's like a long hall yeah hall, and then there's like mm -hmm. yeah that's the shrine okay and i thought i was fucked when i was leaving because like the guy that parked in front of me didn't come out i just i had a barely enough room to squeeze by oh my god do you think you're good at parking I'm not horrible. 
but I'm not like sometimes I, 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 I try not to do a shitty job like you know yeah that's respectable yeah I think parallel parking I can you know I can do it and I can but sometimes it takes like an extra step hey that's all right hey if it's if it's good it's good and if if you got to redo it that's all right too our tour manager and close friend Ryan is like amazing at parallel parking or parking in general the van with the trailer and it's it's a sight to see i think a lot of people sometimes you know there'll be a designated spot at a festival or at a venue they're like hey you gotta park here and then they kind of i feel like i can see the doubt in their eyes that he'll be able to make it happen but makes it happen every time he like whips that thing like it's like like a little prius you know that's your that that's your show yeah, you, you you get to watch people's surprise faces when Ryan pulls it off. Yeah, which I'm does. in the van, smiling, looking yeah. at these people. Yeah, it's 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 pretty sick. You know, it's pretty uh, impressive. Yeah, I I always uh I always admire the the, the people who have a, a trailer on the back of whatever they're driving. I saw this guy do a slick maneuver. It was a big, big, big trailer, kind of like the size of a horse trailer. But it wasn't a horse trailer. You understand what I'm saying? Like that was the kind of dimensions of it. Pretty large. Mm-hmm. And this guy's towing it. And it's a pretty tight turn. And I was like, ooh, I'd, I'd, I'd be a little bit timid about doing it. Not this guy. This guy psh, on it. And uh, I, I quite like seeing it. I said, I'm yeah. glad that I left a little bit later than he did so I could see this. Yeah. What was in the, It was it, was it a kind of, porous like a like a horse trailer like did it have holes like for ventilation for like livestock or was it just a, a regular trailer it was, it was a regular trailer but like a, a pretty meaty sized one like what horses would be in but oh, there's okay. no there's no like windows we parked the van and uh the trailer at my house and i've had like move it around here and there sometimes to you know like if i need to uh and i've also driven it like a little bit here and there on tour i try not to because it like unless it's like open road then i'll like yeah i'll do that but when we get into like the city and, and shit like that it's just like it's a little stressful but it's very stressful if you're like say in new york with a 15 passenger van and a big ass trailer and you're trying to back into this thing and like there's people holding up traffic for you to like get it right because it's like backwards you know when you have a trailer and you if you want the trailer to go this way, you have to turn the opposite way. Right. Yeah, it's kind of like one of these kind of things. Yeah. I mean, you can't really see, you know? No, yeah, it's your your views obstructed. It's a whole thing, and it's yeah, especially in uh, New York, it's a that that it's a whole thing. Yeah. Have you ever tried to drive in New York just regular, regular style? Only only like on tour. Um, one time on tour, we just had the, uh, like my mom's minivan. So I was driving that around. You guys drove across country. Yeah, I drove from LA to New York in like five days, I think. And, and back. Back, yeah, well, we started the tour in New York. So we drove like five days to New York and then drove it around the country in Canada and then came back. Yeah. Uh, did your mom proceed to use that just as her her regular vehicle again i mean like it it was her car but did she did she use it just for normal stuff yeah yeah afterwards they, they use it for like my niece that, and nephew yeah that car's like, still in rotation it's still yeah. it's still kicking yeah honda odysseys man you know they're Dang. fucking great was that the car that you that you grew up in kind of no no that car we we got it like I was already like in college or something. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it, it was, it was, it was kind of fresh. At, it was this fresh time. when we got it. Yeah. Of, of you even taking it to, to New York and Canada and all these different places. It was still, kind um, of fresh. we didn't, it didn't have that many miles on it. Um, but he came back though. Different story. It, yeah. I put like, Oh, easily. Shit. I don't even know a lot. Um, a lot of miles. Sure. I think by the time we were, taking it around on tour it must have been seven seven years old it was like a 2010 and it is still 2010 
2010 Honda Odyssey. Dang. Well, I mean, shout out to Honda for making the Odyssey, eh? Yeah. Pretty darn good. Yeah. What do you? How many? How many cars have you owned yourself? <clears throat> I had a. I had like this old like 1995 Jaguar XJ6. I got it for like three grand. And then and then I didn't have a my own car for like ten years, and now I have a truck. Okay. Yeah. I, I I'm assuming you got rid of the Jaguar because it broke, and you should have the money to fix it. Yes. Yeah, that's everybody's experience. I know a lot of people who have had Jaguars, but only for a brief stint because if something breaks, like I don't have the money to fix that. Yeah. It was, it was cool while it lasted. Okay. It was really cool while it lasted, but it was like, <laughs> yeah, it was it was my first car. I was eighteen. <clears throat> And I just wasn't taking care of it as a, the way I should have. Cause it's like my first car and I didn't know anything. I still don't know anything. But no, and, no children really take care of cars, whatever yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, once one thing started fucking up, it was a whole domino effect of other things mm -hmm. fucking up. And then at that point I was like, I should just sell this thing while it's still running. And I did. How much That's did you clear on that? Dude, I didn't make my money back. I don't think. I think definitely. I think I paid it's three grand to get it. Then I paid another grand to get it like painted because the paint was completely fucked on it. And then, and then I must have sold it for like a grand or some shit, you know. So it's looking good. It's just not driving good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I wonder where so, it's at. Yeah, you ever wondered that? Yeah. Or like. I would buy it back if I had like a lot of money and shit, I'd buy it back and like do it justice. Um, I do, I have a buddy, um, shout out to Shay. He, his first car, um, he, he got rid of it eventually as everybody does. And he's had many cars after that. He's a car enthusiast. And then he was at a, a random, uh, junkyard and he found his car, his exact car. I wonder if he felt bad. Like, you know how, like, like if if you it's like if you got rid of like a pet or something and then like then you see it at a shelter you go oh, i i i know that you're like i didn't i didn't want this for you you know i didn't want this life for you there's got to be a a sense of something some some ill feeling i feel like i'd feel bad cuz it'd be better if you saw it on the road and someone's in it and like enjoying shit you know different story different story but it getting literally mutilated at a junkyard. It's like, yeah. fuck, my bad. You ever, you ever lose a shirt or something or a pair of socks and you go, I wonder where those went. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I, that I, I lose a lot of, I've lost a lot of stuff at hotels, like on tour. Oh yeah. Like just waking up like, fuck, we gotta leave right now. And <laughs> getting in a rush and then like countless jackets I've like left at a hotel. And I always wonder like, I hope someone grabs it and like, you know, uses it or something. It would suck for that shit to just end up at a land, like in a landfill or something. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully it found a new, a new life. Yeah. Yeah. A jackets. That's a, that's, that's a rough thing to lose. Yeah. yeah. They weren't like anything expensive. They were like, yeah, just nothing too crazy, but ja they were still jackets. I really liked. And then I like wore maybe a lot on that tour. And so when I see like footage of pictures from that like era, I'm like, ah, oh, damn. The jacket was tight when I had it. Yeah, that was cool while it lasted. Uh, you ever, you ever lose a, a charger in a hotel? Almost. Ooh, all but right, near, no, near misses. Near misses, yeah, yeah. You ever, do you usually, do you lose laundry when you do it? Like, where is the matching sock to this pair of socks? Not, not as often as like, I think it happens, you know, like as you would assume. Mm -hmm. but, um, I, and I didn't assume that you're losing socks. I, I just want to get a gauge. I know a lot of people deal with that issue. On that yeah, I've had it happen, <clears throat> but not it, often. It's resurfaced though, eventually? No, sometimes they're gone. Oh, just, it just don't know where it went yeah 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 but for the most part been lucky to not lose 
socks because that's frustrating and what are you going to do with one sock nothing good you know no no <laughs> never never anything I have nothing good for sure you ever you ever lose a shoe one shoe just one shoe one shoe I, I feel like that's it that's that's a thing only a, a certain number of people have gone through no but damn I, ha- I have a funny story that's not my story <clears throat> but I had a friend um who like he went out with like he was out and about and shit went like hung out with went back to hang out with like some friends i think there was like a girl that he kind of liked so he's like kind of like you know following her lead and they end up at this house they're all hanging out and this girl's like really drunk or something so she like she had lost her purse or lost some shit but then he was trying to help her out and then she leaves and then when he tries to leave at the end of the night, he realizes that she, she left with his shoes on. So he had to like go back home like barefoot or something. Wait, why did she wind up with his shoes on? Though? I don't How know. She's, she was drunk, you she's know? Drunk. Yeah, she was looking for a purse. Maybe she was yeah. just like, you know, I lost my bag, but at least I have my shoes. And but then I, I gained a pair of shoes. She, oh, she left her shoes. So she thought they were hers. I don't know. Were they wearing the same kind of shoes? I don't know. No, they were like completely different sizes too. I, well, I mean, I think that'd be a dead giveaway. Yeah. No thoughts. Smooth brain vibes, you know, at that moment. That much alcohol in your system. A lot of things make sense that shouldn't, you know. Yeah. You think that she held on to those pair of shoes though? Do you think? I hope. I mean, like, dang. If you... she, grew, she grew into them, you know. Just became a size 11 12 or whatever he is yeah and, and uh she became a, a, a proprietor of a, of a jacket i heard from some hotel room as well so, oh yeah i hope yeah. so complete the fit pretty pretty slick fit um pablo thank you so much for coming back on man yeah uh, no problem always a pleasure to chat with you and i i hope you come back man it's yeah i, I really love chatting with you but uh too before I let you go, I got some promo to do here. Yes. So, Interwaves Music, streaming everywhere. Wherever you get your music, that's where you can find them. They're everywhere. You can buy their music through their Bandcamp at interwave.bandcamp.com. And you can find the merch through their website at interwave.xyz. Uh, and you can also find tour dates uh, to shows and stuff and whatnot and all that good stuff. And um, you could also stay in the loop with everything else by following them on Instagram at Innerwave. And that's I-N-N-E-R-W-A-V-E. Yeah. Did you guys change it from? Yes. Okay, we cool. I got the full thing. Although I kind of don't know if we should have got inner underscore wave because I feel like people keep thinking that it's inner wave one word, but it's two words. Mm. It's one of those things that doesn't really matter but it matters to us right i think no but i think i i think it looks good i, I think th- it I, looks good too yeah yeah so so know that it's two different words but it's but it looks better together but there's a space yeah 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 and all the information is on instagram so if you just click on one post you'll you'll get the whole the whole um situation you'll understand it pablo thank you so much for coming on um i'm gonna stop recording this i'll talk to you in a minute all right Thank you. Bye-bye.